title of my sermon this morning is Divine Assistance. Divine Assistance. We have um, yesterday's healing service was something else. Oh my word. We've been teaching people how to believe right. Faith and belief, two sides of the same coin. But if you get this right in your life, your life will come right. Because right believing leads to right living. If you get your belief system right, your life will come right. The problem with most people is not that they unfaithful, it's that they're faithful to the wrong thing. And when you get it right with God, you begin to develop your belief system. Faith, everybody shout it. Say it again. You need to understand this. You need to be in an, on a Saturday morning. I am telling you, the anointing was so strong yesterday. And people got delivered and set free. We laid hands on the sick and the testimony. And we had a good teaching for about two hours. It's really, really powerful. What are you doing? You, you, when you sit and take notes and you sit in teaching, you're pulling out unbelief. So you can believe right. And the people that refuse to use their mind or get engaged in the word of God, the devil plays with their minds. Now you're depressed and you're fearful, suicidal and all kinds of crazy where you should have been in the word and sitting under the word of God. Look at your neighbor say, see you next Saturday morning. Amen. And of course, Wednesday night as well. Amen. And so, John chapter 6 verse 27. You must spend time in the word and you need to sit and listen to the right people. We're in a very specific season because God has got a word for you and for your family that's going to shift you and your family forever. So listen to what Jesus is saying. Do not labor for the food which perishes. Your people are so concerned about your business. But for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal upon Him. On him. Then they said to Him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God. Jesus answered and said to him, This is, everybody shout, This is, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. There is a work. Sitting on a Saturday morning, uh, it's just teaching. We're going to work. When you're praying, it's work. When you're studying, it's work. It's the work of the kingdom. Because how would you ever get in there with an unrenewed mind? And this is what I say to you. An unrenewed, an unrenewed mind cannot be trusted. Because it holds no truth. Let me get into this because um, for the sake of the next... Just for 30 minutes or so. But unbelief is the highest form of dishonor toward God and His Word. I trust in the Lord. And when I trust in God, I honor God. And those who honor me, I will honor. When you put your trust in Him. When you start to believe God. That's why when Jesus walked, He said, every tree that my heavenly Father is not planted, I'm going to uproot. We are here planting the kingdom of God so that when you come back to me and say, Apostle, I got my healing. It works, it works, it works. What am I going to say to you? I know, I know, I know. So the key to your success is found in whom you've chosen to honor. John and Judas had the same mentor. It's not who teaches you. It's who you believe. Who do you believe? You can sit here and not take my word. 
So this morning we're shifting our faith and I want to teach you some things that's got to do with the kingdom of God. And so that you can, I'm not going to repeat some of the things of yesterday, but I am dealing with this morning divine assistance. Everybody say divine assistance. Anybody need divine assistance? Who is looking for, whom I need to preach to this morning? Come on somebody. Divine assistance. Divine assistance. What are we talking about? So when Adam gets into the garden, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. Holy Ghost, help me. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful. When God blessed them, he gave them divine assistance. Because the blessing that was on on them is an empowerment to succeed. So you're speaking about the season of transition. We're getting into a building project. There's a whole bunch of other things that's happening around us. And um, let, me, let me share this one. So we're involved in finding water. And we're not looking for a diviner. You know what's a diviner? Uses the sticks. Taps into the dark world. They're going to show you where the water is. We've got technology that is divine assistance. That this week we went to two sites. So Rand Waters involved. You'll see it in the newspaper. That's what I'm telling you. So, so Rand Water gets involved in the project and they, they pay for the concept to see if it really works. We've got technology and a, an organization that can pinpoint water anywhere across the globe. And say, there's the site, there's your water. So everybody, for eight years, they don't believe us. No, it doesn't work, doesn't work. So we said, well, give us the money, we'll show you. They paid us in dollars. Went to the site in Phosphorus. When we get to Phosphorus, there are two guys of the fairest skin, with khaki pants, but sukiolo hiso. So they've got this whole attitude well, we've come to build, we've come to drill a borehole for you for free. Oh, can't work. We drill a hundred meters and we find the water, but it's not much. It's, it's enough, but it's not what we were really looking for. So Rand Watersworth to check and the proof of concept to find if it works. The second one, we go out to Ranfontein. But we go there and there's a beautiful gogo. She loves people and she's growing vegetables. And we get there, she says, my boy, I just want to grow more vegetables. Look how much little water I've got. I can't grow anything. And if this thing you're going to do for me, this is an answer to prayer. And I want to thank the Lord for you. But the location went right to her house and her land and we started drilling. So Thursday morning, we come on there, ran waters in there with their cameras and everybody else who find, does this thing work? We go down 30 meters, the water is everywhere. Can I give you the secret? The Bible says, let all the earth praise Him. Let all the peoples praise Him. Then the earth will yield its increase unto you. Here's the difference between Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday, you got a bunch of, oh, 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 can God really? <laughs> what? The other, the Thursday, you got a go that's saying, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. I've come to tell you the difference between what you receive from the Lord is found in your thankfulness this morning. If somebody can begin to believe the Lord this morning, shout unto God with a voice of triumph because God is looking for somebody in the earth that he can bless this morning and he says, I'm coming to draw by your house and I'm going to show you the amount of water somebody needs to begin to say divine assistance. It all depends on your attitude. So what do I need? I need a believer. For God to come to your house. Oh, let's see if God can really bless us. Little bit. I'm just saying. 
I don't know what problems you're solving. We're changing the nations. It's only the beginning, Baba. Don't get jealous. Because we're on this path. You need to stay with the process with God. Because we're going somewhere. So here's the, what is the blessing? When the blessing is on you. The blessing is an empowerment to succeed. When God puts it on you, everything around you begins to flourish. You'll pinpoint exactly where the blessing is and it will come from the ground. Number two, it's the anointing through which divine favor flows. The blessing is the covenant of God that overrides the curse. We just broke the curse of that woman's life this week. And she's going to transform that community. She's going to grow vegetables for everybody. There'll be work for everybody. There's going to come on somebody. You're going to believe this morning. I'm going to stir your faith this morning so that you can believe that the favor of God is upon your life. It's called divine assistance. Shout in this church. So Adam is in agreement with God. Adam is working on his assignment. Adam is fulfilling his purpose. He's got more than enough provision. He's in perfect harmony with his creator and all of creation. So when you get into your assignment, there is something called divine assistance. Even if you just want to get in, God must give you assistance. She's just trying to help somebody. How would, of all the places in Africa, Oh, let's just speak about Johannesburg. That God would pinpoint her address and say, Go there, you'll find water. So, anytime you start contributing towards the kingdom in any small way, God's got to add His favor to your life. It's called divine assistance. So, when Mary comes and says, Mary, we, need a, we have an assignment for you. Mary's got to get divine assistance. She's, the word is, Mary, you are highly favored. Because you're going to carry this assignment. She says, how can it be? I've never been with a man. She says, no, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, empower you, and make sure that you can walk through with this assignment in the earth, and no one will be able to stop Jesus or kill him before his time. Everybody shout divine assistance. Because, because of your assignment, favor can increase. Some people have got no favor because they're not involved in the kingdom at all. They sit here, they don't, pay an, they don't give an offering, they don't get to worship, they don't lift their hands, they don't applaud anything around the kingdom of God. Favor comes to the people who are connected to the kingdom of God. And if you can assist with an assignment that somebody's on assignment, or if you get into your own assignment, favor can grow upon your life. And so you've come here with some, some gift. You've come here with a personality. You've come here with something on the inside of you that makes you you. And when you bring your contribution to the kingdom of God and you believe that you can add value in any little way, I've got some money. I've got some education. I know about architecture. And I begin to bring it to the kingdom of God. I'm not looking for payment. Now listen to what I said. I didn't say you come to pay. You don't look for business here. You so yeah, you reap in the world. You so yeah, you reap in the world. Someone's gonna hear me this morning. You need to give up your offerings. You give up your time. You give up your money. You give up whatever you can. And what happens to you? God pays attention, and the kingdom now says, "Give them what they're looking for. Give them something called divine assistance. Help them on the way. Put them in a." Plane. Protect them where they're going. Watch over their lives. Watch over their children. It's called divine assistance. You need to shout this morning and say divine assistance. 
So God made you that way. Jeremiah, before you were born, there's something on the inside of you. When God begins to speak to you about your assignment, now I've got to add favor there, Jeremiah. You need to understand the power of having the favor of the Lord upon your life. You need to know that you're not here to admire me. You are here to bring your gift into the kingdom of God. You have a prophetic gift, Pastor Fred. You got some business over there. you got a song over here. You've got an anointing over there. you got healing over there. You've come to bring your contribution. You've heard that before. The unfruitful life attracts curses. A fruitful life attracts the favor of God. So God's favor rests heavily upon kingdom builders. When you listen to Noah, the Bible says when he got his assignment, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. It means he was going to get divine assistance. When you listen to Esther, Esther, how do you know that you were not brought into the kingdom for such a time as this? Esther needs the favor of the Lord upon her life because she was born into the kingdom. David, you're about to take down Goliath and bring his, take his head off. But you're going to need an anointing upon your life, you're going to need divine assistance because God's favor works for you in the battle. Somebody needs to shout and say amen. Because when God brings you into his kingdom, you are on a mandate, you have a mandate. You are here to advance the king's agenda in the earth. So the favor of God is not for nothing. Why would God give a drunkard favor or divine assistance to keep going in the wrong direction? God's no fool. Why would he give you something that you're going in the wrong direction and add favor? What does he do? When Adam stopped working in the garden, divine assistance was removed. Because he did not need the favor doing the wrong thing. Adam did not die physically. But the favor of God ceased to work for him. Everybody shout, favor can dry up. Shout it loud. Say, the favor of the Lord can dry up. There's a time when you're in the house of the father. And you're blessed prodigal son. But when you take up the provision. And you go into the world system. The favor of the Lord will dry up. Because you are outside of your assignment. You are outside of what. God called you to do and anytime I come back into the presence of God back to the assignment God has got for me here comes the favor of the Lord here comes the fatted cup oh my God you're going to help me this morning please type this out favor is heaven's signpost that you are where God wants you to be look at your neighbor and say well done this morning you're exactly where God wants you to be Tell your neighbor, good choice this morning, good choice. Let your neighbor know that favor is a signpost. Let them know that it's a signpost. I have a family that's been with me. We started the church, we were known as Living Life. He built my website and we parted ways, I think not because of anything, but we moved so much. We were called the Roving Church. We didn't have a place. We lost a million people on the way. But Seren and his precious wife is back in service this morning. Celebrate them this morning. I bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Let me add something to you, son. The favor is going to increase. So favor or divine assistance is a spiritual force. Something's happening to me because I'm in my assignment. Favor is not natural. It's a gift given to you from God. Here's a couple of things. It's a divine quality. It can only come from God. It's a visible display. 
it's not a false humility it's a tangible anointing when you see the favor of God on somebody you will know that this person I don't know where they're getting it from her I don't know how Apostle Fred said it. they come under attack her and the devil tells them we're taking you out we're gonna add Bell's palsy then we're gonna take you to the courts then I'm gonna attack your children then I'm gonna come after your marriage but I'm still standing somebody shout I'm still standing it's called the favor of the Lord because when the favor of God is upon you you having divine assistance here's another one favor makes your assignment come with ease there's no stress and there's no struggle favor is given to you to give you a stress free life look at your neighbor one more time and say protect your no stress life protect it because when I do that I know that this thing is something that's on me that's moving me forward. So I want to speak to you this morning about this favor. If you believe in the blood of Jesus, it protects you. But when you believe in the favor of the Lord, you add favor to your belief system, it moves you forward. Give you scripture. Favor is for those on the move with God. Can I give you scripture? Huh. You can print counterfeit money, but you cannot manufacture favor, baby. No, 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 you can't do that. Because this, it's, a sign to your, it's, it's your ta- attached to your assignment. And if you get into your assignment, or even just with somebody who's in their assignment, something happens to your life. It's something that happens to your Favor is not natural, it's supernatural. If it is a natural thing, then the devil and the world could be able to manufacture it. But favor is the covenant right of a child of God fulfilling their assignment. Everybody shout divine assistance. Psalms 5 and verse 12. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. So he's telling you that the blessing was on the righteous and then the favor of the Lord's upon them. Who is this righteous people? they people on the move with God. i show you scripture. God calls them righteous because they're fulfilling their assignment or they're helping people who are. They're on the same team. They are working with God's assignment. They are working with the plan of God. So watch what God's doing in the season. God calls this man by the name of Moses. Exodus chapter 3 verse 20. I'm going to send you on assignment, Moses. This is on the the call of God upon his life. He says to Moses, So I will strike out my hand and, and strike Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in their midst. And after that, he will let you. I'm going to use the blood. I'm going to use all kinds of miracles just to break you from where you are. And to let the devil know, let my people go. He says, but I'm not going to stop with the blood. Next verse. And, everybody shout and. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall be when you go. Because favor is for movement. Favor is for those that are concerned about the kingdom assignment. Favor is upon the people that will come to church this morning and say, I'm going to put my hands together like everybody else and I'm going to praise the Lord because the favor's on my family. I'm just part of the team. I don't really know who I am, but I'm in the house this morning. I don't fully understand it, but I'm in the house this morning. Shout amen. That when you go, You shall not go empty-handed. Quickly, next verse. But every woman shall ask of a neighbor, namely of her who dwells near the house, articles of silver. You're not going to eat out of that plastic cups anymore? Come on, you royalty, articles of silver. I were. Come on, work with me, man. Set your belief system. In my house is going to be the very best. And articles of gold. Come on, come on, man. More than one gold tooth in there. You're gonna get a bit more more than that. Come on, somebody. You're gonna somebody's gonna trade in gold if you need to. And clothing, and you put them on your sons and your daughters. 
So plunder the Egyptians because you are on the move. When you're moving with God, here comes His favor. If you need funding for your university and you want to do it God's way, God's supply and with bursaries and favor is a, come on, you don't need money, you need the favor of the Lord. From a house to a holiday to clothing. So let's go get past this quickly because apparently I need to stay. The grace of God empowers and, empowers and possesses us to do something great. Grace is God's supernatural dunamis power which compels us to move forward. There's an announcement in the heavenlies. This is the one year you're going to look back after your water baptism next Sunday. And you're going to announce it in the heaven. My life will never be the same again. I'm going to move forward with the purposes of God. I'm going to never be, I'll never be broken another day. I'm going to stay with God. I'm going to stay with His people. And I'm going to get my assignment done. Shout amen. Come on, I'm speaking to a progressive people. Not every, I thought everybody wants to move forward. I found out it's not true. You're hanging with people that don't want to go anywhere. Not you, the one behind you. Now listen to what I'm saying. The enemy doesn't mind you sitting still and sitting by the dock of the bay and letting, just wasting your time away. Anytime you begin to move out of your confinement, you say, I'm not going to earn this money anymore. I'm not going to hang out with these no-goers anymore. I'm not going to hang out with losers anymore. I'm going to break from the people that get drunk every second weekend, got no vision, got no dream. I'm going to start to move with God. When you begin to break free from that, you say, people say, you're tithing. What does that mean? Are you stupid? You're giving your money to the church. What is he doing? He, they want to keep you in the containment that you grew up in. Progression is, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. If, if it was possible, I mean, it's possible, but it's just that if it was easy, you need some courage. So I tell you what the devil does. Anytime you decide to break from his yard and go into your, and break free from the shackle and the chain, he sends out his yard dogs. You know what yard dogs are? To make sure that you stay fearful. Oh, don't move. Oh, God spoke, but you know, I, I just, I, I don't, don't. What's he trying to do? The fear gripping you is keeping you in, in a place of containment. Because if you were going, if you were not going anywhere, there would be no need for the enemy to attack you. People of destiny will always come under attack. How many, how many can be honest in church this morning? That the first time you began to tithe, all hell broke, broke loose around you. You're not going to tell the truth. It's for all of us. Because you're sowing into kingdom assignments and the devil knows once a man has sown his seed, here comes his destiny. Because you always sow in the direction you want your life to go. Come on somebody say me. Sow in the direction you want your life to go. That's why you never sow into broke people. I'm just saying. So progressive people will always be fought for their destiny. Jealousy and envy are the downside of progression. Because the enemy hates to see you break from generational dysfunction. The generational dysfunction you come from. So I want to speak to these people. I spoke quite a bit on righteousness yesterday. And it was got to do with your healing and the need for you to understand that you're the righteousness of God. But I want to speak to you about moving this morning with the favor of God. Because you're going to leave here today and your life's never going to be the same. It is now time for me to preach. Micah chapter 6 verse 5. Micah chapter 6 and verse 5. Oh my people, remember now what Balak, king of Moab, counseled and what Balaam, the son of Beor, answered him from Acacia Grove to Gilgal. Everybody say with me. That you may know 
the righteousness of God. Now listen to what he said. He said, God, you will bless the righteous. You surround me with favor like a shield. So there's something about these people called the righteous. There's something about them who they are as a people that distinguishes them from the crowd. That God separates them because they're on the move. They're working with the kingdom. They're working with kingdom assignments. They're sowing into vision. They're sowing into the need of the vision. They're moving. Whatever's needed, they, 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 they are, they're a remnant. They're a certain, certain group of people. And he says, he says, now my people remember, let me show you something that happened when they were on the move. That you may know how God treats the righteous. That many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. I was young and I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor their seed begging bread. What is righteousness? It means right standing with God. It means to stand before God with no sense of inferiority. They are a different group of people. Hmm. Let's get into the scripture. So he says, you must go to Balak, the king of Moab, and Balaam. Go and study what they did. Numbers chapter 22, verse 1 to 12, is where you'll see Balak, Balak, and or whatever, and Balaam. Those guys. Then the children of Israel moved. Everybody says, tell your neighbor it's time to move. Tell your neighbor we're done with broke. We're done with sickness. We're done with depression. We're done with oppression. We're done with suicidal thoughts. Tell your neighbor it's time to move. Stop hanging around with broke, man. You need to change your circle. Then the children of Israel, the children of Kingdom Life Embassy, everybody shout, moved. You're not going to answer that phone again. Anti-depressed must deal with her own stuff. And cousin going nowhere must deal with his own stuff. You need to get up and you need to move from that nonsense. Put the phone down. Get off Facebook, man. And get into the book and the word of God. And begin to believe the Lord this morning. That you can come out of any kind of oppression. Away from the mess. You're going to start a construction company. You're going to start a new business. You're going to get into drilling water. You're going to deal with technology. We are on the move. Oh, we could end right there. Because the message is for the movers. can't believe you're 25 and you're thinking about retirement what Opa. yeah man when i get to 80 i'm gonna say give me my mountain we're only starting some of you have not realized why i'm still so looking so young i'm getting older but i'm not aging I'm in my assignment and my assignment is not done yet. I'm only beginning. It was this week that I started sending my wife to gym. I said, baby, you're not ready for me yet. You need to get those muscles going because I'm telling you, we're going somewhere. Oh, no, 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 no. Sit down, sit down, sit down. They camped on the plains of Moab on the side of Jordan across the, Jer- the Jericho. So they're on the move. Then this king, Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the, the, the Amorites. They're watching the favor of the Lord upon this people. They come out of bondage. God gives them favor and not takes all their, the gold, the silver. Moves them. On the road, they meet an enemy. The Amorites defeats them. And the world's watching. And seeing these people are not just going through the wilderness, they're going into the promised land. You think people aren't watching? We're watching you. You're watching me. We're also watching you. 
And Moab was exceedingly afraid of the people. Do you know that the people are afraid of you when you have the blessing and divine assistance upon your life? Do you know why you're coming under attack? Do you know why people are speaking about you? Do you know why you feel oppressed in times? Is that God, what is that? Come on, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue risen against you in judgment. Huh? And Moab is sick. The enemy is sick. That's why they got Halloween and they don't know what to do with us anymore. Because you attacked us and the more you afflict us, the more we grow. And Moab is sick with dread because of the children of Kingdom Life Embassy. So Moab said to the elders of the Midian, Now this company, this church, this kingdom people, they can walk into any city and they can turn it upside down. They lick up everything around us. Look how the devil's looking at you. Sonny was afraid that you started that construction company. You come under all kinds of attacks just because you put your brand out. Who does he think he is? We're going to lick up everything around us. If it be a water problem, we're going to solve it. You think you're going to keep on keeping us in ESCOM and the power problems? We're going to have electricity, enough power. It's going to be plenty and it's going to be cheap. The kingdom is coming. This company will lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak is a king, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. The kings are nervous. I heard the guys from Randwater say, "Uh, can we resign now and come on your company? Because we're licking up everything. Then he sent messengers to Balaam. So he is the king, Balak, the case for the king. He goes to Balaam, who is the son of Beor, the, the, the prophet, which is near the river in the land of the sons of the people, to call him saying, look, a people has come from Egypt. You see, you come from nothing. The devil's concerned. The devil is worried because you come from nothing. And God's about to make something with your name and your family and your home. Are you a believer? Shout amen. Look, a people has come from Egypt. See, they cover the face of the earth. We're doing it. I can tell you where the water is. I just want to let you know, if I've got technology to show me where the water is, sure I've got technology to show me where the gold is. (laughs) Now you're going to get nervous. Welcome to the kingdom. Come on, somebody, man. See, they cover the face of the earth and they're settling next to me. That's why the neighbors want me in a meeting. They're covering all of this here and now they come to settle next to me. We've come with a blessing. You'll be saved if you stay with us. Therefore, please come at once. Curse! This people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom the Lord, whom you bless is blessed. And he whom you curse is cursed. He's speaking to a prophet. So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with a diviner's fee in their hand. And they came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balak. So the prophet said to him, lodge here tonight and I'll bring you back with to you as the Lord speaks to me so the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam then God came to Balaam and said who are these men with you I've got a project in the earth and I've got a people that's on the move and I've got my favor upon them and the favor and divine assistance the blessing is the power it it overrides every curse so who are these people that you as my prophet is now hanging with when you should be dealing with my people. So Balaam said to God, Balak, this king, the son of the king of Moab, has sent to me saying, look, a people has come out of Egypt and they cover the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to overpower them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, you shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people for they are blessed. 
I don't know which witches and warlocks are throwing out word curses, but I am letting you know today that as long as you stay with the people of God, as long as you stay in the house of God, that what God has blessed, no man can curse. Come on, somebody. When God has put His blessing upon you, He says, these are the righteous. And God said to Balaam, you don't go with them. Verse, verse 13. So Balaam rose in the morning and said to the prince of Balak, go back to your land, for the Lord has refused to give me permission to go with you. Here's the story we need to end. Three times this man goes. Stands, they pay him. A prophet for prophet. Says, these are the people of God on the move. And he stands and says, okay, I'm going to try. I mean, God said no. He said yes, right? Fool. I bless you. He said, what are you doing? We didn't say you must bless them. We said you must curse them. God took his tongue and said, you don't touch my people because they are the righteousness of God. Don't you mess with their destiny because where they're going, they can't die before their time. They're going to walk in the favor of the Lord wherever they go. No man can curse you because what God has blessed, no man can curse. Shout in the south. I need to worship him up. My time is up. I want to announce that in the heavenlies. You are the righteousness of God. You are not a cursed people. I don't get it when a born-again believer, all they, they, they're supposed to be saved. And all they're talking about here is, oh, the curse of uncle so-and-so. What God do you believe? No, 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 you know, Bell's palsy, your family. So, so let's, let's speak about, your, your, how did your mother die? She had a stroke. And your father, no, he had a heart attack. And who else, you know, that, that one lost their mind and, and that one. I'm like, but I drew a bloodline. I, I, I'm not a Holland anymore. I'm a heavenite. I got the blood of Jesus running through my veins. And I got a little bit of Jewish blood also. I can make some money on the side. But I'm walking in the favor of the Lord. What God has blessed, no man can curse. You can't stop a blessed man. I speak to every witch. I speak to every warlock. I speak to every curse. I break it in the name of Jesus. Everybody in this place shout. Shout, I'm blessed. Shout, I'm blessed. It's called divine assistance. Students shouted how many times to curse the people. I've had people come and curse me. I got word for you. Give me the book of Isaiah. This is why you need to just stand and take notes. Just where you are, stand and take notes. I gave you a scripture in the book of Isaiah. Oh God, I got so much. Uh, 54 Isaiah 54 verse 13 this is for you and your children all now my natural children and my spiritual children all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children come on you read the scripture with me in righteousness you shall be established you shall be far from oppression for you shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near you indeed the witches and the warlocks Halloween and all that goes with it. Indeed, they shall surely assemble. He didn't say they won't assemble. They didn't say they're going to do away with Halloween. That's not what the scripture says. It says they're going to assemble. But not because of me. Whoever assembles, come on, read with me. Whoever assembles against you, 
shall fall for your sake. Behold, I've created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings in forth an instrument. Oh, we've got to have sacrifices and they've got their altars. They bring in forth an instrument for his own work. And I've created this world to destroy. But, read with me now this morning. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is, come on, you need to say it louder. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. is from me says the Lord shout Trust in you. 
Isaiah 3 verse 10. Then we receive an offering. Read with me the scripture. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. Are you the righteousness of God? Am I preaching to the right people this morning? Right next door to you, your neighbor is there and they're the righteousness of God. Now tell them, put your hand on them, say it shall be well with you. shall be well with you shall be well with you just pray over them right now speak a blessing upon them their bodies their minds their finances pray over their minds right now and say it shall be well with you shall be well with you shall be well with your family it's well with your children you cannot be cursed because what God has blessed no man can curse you're coming into a new cycle. Your season's about to shift. Pray for them. Pray for them. Let them know. They're into a new cycle. Come on. The curses. What the enemy meant for evil on this day. God's about to turn for your good. God's about to break you out of the cycle of demonic and satanic oppression. This is your day of deliverance. This is the day you get an answer. This is the day you walk in the favor of the Lord. This is the day the favor of God increases upon your life. This is your day. Shout it upon them. Pray over them. Say, this is your day. Say it like you mean it. Say, this is your day. Say, no, no, November will be the month of movement for you. Let them know. Say, there's movement all over you. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. You're going to get wisdom. You're going to get a new doctor. You're going to get fresh medication. You're going to get fresh answers. You're going to get new relationships. You're going to get new business. You're going to step into new lands. You're going to experience the favor of the Lord. This is a new day. This is a new season. This is a new cycle. This is a new blessing. This is the month of Movember for you. Movember. We're calling it Movember. There's a place of movement and progress. And the blessing of the Lord is upon you. Please shout amen. Please shout amen. It's upon you this morning. You are moving with the Lord this morning. You are moving with the Lord this morning. We've announced the new month. It's called Movember. You're going to move with God in this month in Jesus' mighty name.